I know Easter has already happened. I know that Holy Week has already passed. I've been so convicted that I want to talk about what they call Spy Wednesday. I want to talk about this for two reasons. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. One of my nieces, she texted me on the evening of Spy Wednesday, and she said, texted me, happy Spy Wednesday. Um, and then she had the emoji of like the mind being blown. I was thinking, what did someone tell her about Spy Wednesday that was able to blow the mind of my third grade niece who had to borrow her older sister's phone to text her uncle, Father Mike? Wednesday of Holy Week is Spy Wednesday, or what you might call the day of aloneness. This is the day that Jesus knew. The next day, he'd be handed over. The next day, he'd be betrayed and the passion would begin. It's the day of aloneness. It captivates my imagination. It captivates my heart because there's two ways. You know, some of the sisters, uh, Franciscan sisters of the Eucharist, who talk about these days of Holy Week, they really dive deeply into this day of aloneness. There's two ways we can experience aloneness. And those two ways are experienced both by Jesus and by Judas. I think it's called, that's why it's called Spy Wednesday, right? Judas. But the aloneness of Jesus and the aloneness of Judas are so close united and yet so different. What do I mean? Well, there's a certain kind of good aloneness that we have to, that we have to, when we're doing something we ought to be doing, we experience a level, a degree of aloneness. Think about if you've ever done this, uh, if you've ever been dropped off at the airport, maybe you studied abroad, where you're going on a long, long trip, right? Or you're going on a trip where you have to go alone. You're, you're the only one that you know who's going to this place. I remember doing this maybe the first time. And back in the day, you know, before 2001, you could, your family, your friends could walk with you to the gate. And I remember just there, I mean, it's, it's so interesting, even now when you can't get walked to the gate, you know, so maybe someone just drops you off at the curb and that's, that's nice, you know, whatever, get out of the car. Uh, maybe it's, they get out, they park the car and come in with you and to leave you at security. But there's a, there's a reality that no matter how far the person can go with you, there's a point, there's a moment where it's only you. You're taking a step, you're taking it by yourself. And this is Jesus, right? This, I mean, I just think about, I pray about Jesus going to sleep on Wednesday night knowing that this is literally the last night he will ever sleep on earth before he dies. Jesus going to bed, going to sleep. Because we can imagine all that day, Holy Thursday, right? We can imagine here's the Passover, here's Jesus going into the Garden of Gethsemane. But just pray about this. I invite you to pray about this. Here is Jesus who knows that, okay, as soon as I go to bed, Tomorrow started. We did it. We made a, a, a video about um, what's your bedtime. One of the reasons why we put off, I think we put off going to bed a lot of times is because I know, we know that the moment I go to bed, tomorrow has already started. And here is Jesus as he's saying goodnight to his disciples. He's saying goodnight to his best friends, knowing that he's saying goodnight to them for the last time. Knowing that at some point, he's going to take a step that they can't follow. He even says this, where I'm going, you cannot follow, though you will follow after. But that, that, that's the aloneness of, I know I have to do this and I have to do this by myself. It's one of the reasons why going to bed is preparation for dying. Like to cl climb into bed, like for me as a single man, to climb into bed by myself is a preparation for dying. This is like, okay, this, because the death, death, no matter how many people love you, no matter how much you're loved, at some point you have to take that step by yourself. You have to take that step alone. And same kind of thing. It's like, okay, it's time to go to bed. I'm going to get in bed, close my eyes, and fall asleep. This day is over. Tomorrow has started. And I have to take that step by myself. Sometimes, whatever that thing is, you know, we, we have these moments of aloneness, the good kind of aloneness, so often in our lives. 
that we try to avoid. Why, how do we try to avoid them? Well, we distract ourselves from the moment, right? We take ourselves out of the moment by saying that, okay, okay I'm going to do this alone thing, but I'll have my earbuds in. I'm going to do this alone thing, so I'm going to stare at my phone. I'm doing this, this thing that I have to take this step by myself, but I'm going to take it with someone else, you know, if I'm talking to them, talking with them on the phone. In some ways, we do everything we can to avoid aloneness, even when that is the thing that we need to do. Again, because there's a different kind of aloneness too. There's, there's the kind of aloneness that Judas experienced. It's the aloneness of, I know that I'm doing something I ought not to be doing. And I don't want you to find out. There's an aloneness that I'm like, I'm doing something I ought not to be doing and I don't want you to know. There's something so isolating about that. Here's Judas. He's already made a deal with uh, the Jews of Jerusalem, with Sanhedrin. He's already made a deal to turn over Jesus the first chance he got. And then he goes back to the brothers. He goes back to Jesus. And imagine the aloneness that he experienced. You can imagine the depth of, I am with people, but I am utterly, utterly alone. Why? Because I'm not letting them know my heart because I'm actually going down a road I shouldn't be going down. See, Jesus is going down a road he needs to be going down, he should be going down, and that's his aloneness. So there's something really good, there's something bold, something powerful, something painfully purifying about that. But Judas going down this road that he shouldn't be going down, there's something horrible. There's something not painfully purifying, but painfully destroying destructive about our, that it destroys our hearts, it destroys our souls because I'm in the middle of this room and I'm unknown. I mean, think about this. At the Last Supper, we've talked about this before, but it's just, it's worth bringing it back up. At the Last Supper, Jesus says, one of you will betray me. And they all look around the room saying, is it I, Lord? Who is it? Who is, you know, is it, they're asking the question, is it I? They didn't know the answer because if they're smart, they knew that they possibly could be the one who betrayed Jesus. If, if, you, if we know ourselves, we know that, no, I, I could be the one who betrayed Jesus. So they didn't know the answer to that question. And they were united in that, that desire not to be the one. Judas was there, and he's the only one who knew the answer. He knew. Well, yeah, it's me. And imagine that aloneness of Judas. But you can also imagine what he could have done. Any, everything from pull someone, someone aside and said, hey, Jesus said tonight, that's me. Help. Or even better, Jesus. <sighs> yeah, that, it's me. I made this deal yesterday with Sanhedrin. What do I do? What do I do? But he didn't. He stayed in that aloneness. And that aloneness led to his destruction versus the aloneness of Jesus and the aloneness of Peter and James and John and Matthew and all the rest, that like, this is the road I need to be on. And it is all, very often isolating. Very often is the road that only I can be on. Because there is, there is, my brothers and sisters, hear me please. There are going to be many times in your life where there is a road that only you can walk on. Where there's something that only you can say. That there's something that only you can do. And in those moments, we have to be okay with being alone. 
In those moments, we have to be okay with being the one and not the many. In those moments, we have to be okay with no one else is with us, but this is the road I need to be on right now. This is the thing I need to be doing right now. This is the thing I need to be saying right now. And I'm, only, I'm the only one who's gonna say it. I'm the only one who's gonna walk this. I'm the only one who's gonna do it. I, and I'm okay with being alone because this is the road that I need to be on. We need to become familiar with that. We need to become accustomed to that. And we only do that by training ourselves in aloneness. The right kind of aloneness where, yep, I'm gonna leave the group and I gotta go pray. I'm gonna leave the people around me and I gotta go take this next step. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say goodbye to people and say goodnight to the Lord. Um, there's this sense of I, I'm comfortable with aloneness because I enter into aloneness on a regular basis. And I stay away from the aloneness of Judas. So my prayer is that you can take a small step today. Enter into aloneness, even just if just for five minutes. Enter into aloneness, even if just for a moment. And tonight, when you crawl into bed by yourself, um, or with your spouse, because <laughs> people are married and they'll watch this or listen to this. When you climb into bed and shut your eyes, be able to say, this is practice for the moment when I shut my eyes and wake up, God willing, in the Father's gaze. Anyways, from all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless you. And uh, Nestled under the warm Florida sun is a university whose name indicates a vocational call. Ave Maria, which is Latin for Hail Mary, recalls the angel Gabriel's announcement to Mary of her future vocation, becoming the mother of God. Enriched by God's grace, Mary freely assents to this call. This is the model for all students. Come to Ave Maria University, where we offer a liberal arts curriculum buoyed by the sacraments. This empowers you to clearly see your vocational call, whatever that call might be. Ave Maria University, your vocation location. Visit AveMaria.edu or call 1-833-AMUSWFL.